You are now tuning in to Richo's Rant, brought to you by the Sideline Network and distributed through Anchor.fm. I'm Richo, and let's get into this. We're going to start off this podcast with NFL observations. I think the easiest one to determine after week three of the NFL is that Adam Gase is a loser. And he's probably the worst coach I've seen. What he's doing to the Jets, and I do blame it solely on him. Obviously, you know, the upper management as well, GMs and such, but I mean, it is just, it is miserable in New York, and it has been ever since Adam Gates got there. You know, it was a little bit rocky before, but this dude has no presence. Zero. He was a loser in Miami. And now he's a loser in New York. And. I feel so bad for Sam Darnold. Really I do. These guys have had. In the past two years. A slew. Of draft picks. People talking about the Eagles not doing anything with their draft picks. You really want, or, or the Green Bay Packers. You really want to take a close look on who's not doing anything with their draft picks. The Jets. I mean, for real. But what really pisses me off about the Jets is that I think a lot of people had high hopes for the Jets. Broncos and Jets are playing tonight for Thursday night. And that's just I'm I'm honestly I don't even think I'm gonna watch it. It it looks that bad. Both teams look pretty bad, but the Jets are that bad. The only good thing I could think that Adam Gase is doing, any positive for any of you Jets fans that are listening, the only positive thing I can think that Adam Gase is doing for you. Is that he's tanking for Trevor. That's it. And they're going to either ship Sam off somewhere. Or Sam's going to go be the backup. I mean that's the only thing that would explain the mess they're in. I, I honestly have no idea what else he's doing there. Moving on. uh, Russell Wilson is not messing around. Five touchdowns, zero interceptions. On this past win for him. He is looking mean. Other quarterbacks that are not messing around. Pat Mahomes obviously. And Josh Allen both had four touchdowns. In the air and both rushed. A touchdown in by themselves. Allen is looking great in Buffalo. Uh, He looked really good last week. uh, Last year. Or last season rather. I'm really pumped that this dude is like really. Just catching fire. Rams are still looking good. Uh, they made it. They came back to at least make it a close game against the Bills, even though they lost. I still think the Rams are one of the better teams in the NFC. Uh, the way that this is all panning out, we could get a. Uh, as far as Super Bowl goes, I know it's a super early week three. Mahomes looks like he's repeating. Playing stuff after this past Monday night game. He looks like he's going to repeat, which is awesome. I love that. 
and I have enough confidence that the Rams could get back into the Super Bowl. Now, I think I'd rather see Kansas City and Green Bay. I think that'd be more of an exciting game. Rams and Kansas City seems a little bit more realistic to me because I think, again, I've said this before, we're in that era of the new and young, the younger quarterbacks. And even though Goff has been kind of outside of that top 10 uh, young talent, he was still a number one draft pick overall. He still got to the Super Bowl. Whether it was him or his coach, he still went. Whether he fell flat on his face, he still went. So I am giving him an up on that. Um, I believe he was... I'm trying to think when was Goff drafted. 2016? So the year before Pat Mahomes? Yeah, I want to say it was that year. But anyway, as we move on. Um, Josh Allen, again, looks like a beast. He looks like a monster. He He is, like, throwing down linebackers. If you watch this kid play, I mean, he looks like the kid on the playground that doesn't even realize his own strength. Watch him. He does not care. Uh, Nick Foles came in to replace Mitch Trubisky and correct the Bears' offense to get them a win against the wingless, uh, sorry, the winless Falcons. Um... Again, not really surprised. I called it when I saw the switch happen. I was like, if if, if Foles comes in and wins this game, he just got himself a starting job. And that's what he did. He's starting week four. Again, uh, no big surprise here. But I'm pumped for him. I mean, they're going up against the Colts for this coming up week. They're 2-1. and one. I, They're playing at home, so I don't really see anything wrong with that matchup for him um moving on more of a recap of the monday night game let's put it this way okay between kansas city and baltimore ravens kansas city looks great baltimore could not get into a rhythm at all they lost baltimore lost 34 to 20 lavallee and i have talked about Wentz and Dak being the matchup of the decade, much like Manny and Brady. And I agreed, and I believe mostly into it. But after this Monday night game, I'm telling you, I've I've put it up on social media. It's obvious to me that Mahomes and Jackson is it. Now, I understand there's some pushback on this. You can't compare Mahomes and Brady because... They would pass. They've had, both have would be both uh, passing threats, touchdown threats. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the excitement of the game between these two. Uh, these two quarterbacks, Mahomes and Jackson. Mahomes is now on a 12-game winning streak. He hasn't lost since November 10th, 2019, and Lamar Jackson is 21 and one. Versus the entire NFL league as a regular in the regular season as a starter. Besides losing to Kansas City, so the only other team he's lost to, besides Kansas City, is Cleveland. So okay, so he's really like twenty-one and two, but specifically to Kansas City, he's zero and three. 
they get a matchup every single season. They play in 2018 in Kansas City. Uh, they played 2019 in Kansas City, 2020 in Baltimore, and they're going to play again 2021 um, in Baltimore again. I guarantee you that's going to be a Sunday night, a Thursday night, or a Monday night game. It's definitely going to be a prime time. What I'm talking about when I say that this, this is going to be the new matchup is I do believe that these two are going to be equal in the sense of an exciting game. This is a whole new era of quarterbacks we're in. We're not in a the back then with Mahomes or I'm sorry with Manning and Brady. They were the top in their game as pocket passing quarterbacks. That's not the era we're in anymore. We're not in this pocket passing quarterback. The ones that throw for 500 yards for five touchdowns a game. We still have some of them, i.e., Russell Wilson, but. I'm talking about in just the pure excitement of the game. That's what I believe. Because, yes, even though the Ravens lost and the rest of the offense did not look, they they just couldn't connect. They couldn't get into a rhythm. The defense could not get into a rhythm either. Special teams looked good. Lamar Jackson did not look bad. When this dude was able to escape, and he did it very often, he went. Honestly, by the third quarter, as I'm watching, I watched the entire game, and I was like, this dude should just keep the ball the whole time. Honestly. Why are you even going to, I understand you're trying to establish a run game rhythm, and you're trying to establish a passing game rhythm, but if Kansas City's that dialed in, just take it and go, man. I understand you don't want to risk the injury of your quarterback, but you also want to win, too. So, I, I don't know. I loved the game. I can't wait. To, I, this is definitely the number one game I'm most looking forward to for 2021. I like both quarterbacks. I like Lamar Jackson. I love his story. I absolutely love his story. And then you got Pat Mahomes, who's probably the most likable face of the NFL. He might be the most likable face in sports right now. Anyway. As we move on to games for this coming up week of week four. As I stated before, Thursday night game versus uh, of, of the Denver Broncos versus the Jets is a, it's just it's disgusting, really. I, I'm looking at the stats of it and... NFL Network's trying to make it seem like it's going to be a fun, exciting game, but my God, this game's going to be horrible. The only games I'm looking forward to, even the one o'clock, oh my gosh, the one o'clock, one o'clock slot is pretty, pretty poor. Also, Arizona Cardinals versus uh, the Panthers that could be a good matchup on Sunday at one p.m. That's probably it, and that's really just because I just want to see more of Kyler Murray. I need to dial in and pay attention to this dude. Uh, I've been hearing good things, seeing pretty good things from him. Um, you know, they're 2-1 and one right now. Again, going against the 1-2 Panthers. I know the Panthers are kind of broken up a little bit right now, too. But, yeah, I'd like to see more of Kyle Murray. I like I like their coach, Cliff. Rams game is a pretty easy gimme. You know, that's, I'm starting to feel bad for the Giants. The Rams are playing the Giants at 1 o'clock. Um, 
Man, I'm starting to feel bad for the Giants, too. New York is just a very sad place right now. That sucks. Well, they are the NFC East, so I really don't care too much about them. 425, we have Patriots versus Chiefs. This will probably be the game of the week. You know, you got Cam Newton, this, like, I don't know, re-energized Patriots. I mean, can't even say re-energized because they've, Never really down. Um, so they're sailing right now. They're they're doing great with Pat Mahomes. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, with Cam Newton. And then you got Pat Mahomes on the other side. They're playing in Kansas City. That should be a very good game. Again, that's 425. Um, Bills versus the Vegas Raiders. That one could be pretty good too. Um, I, know, uh, I know the Raiders are feeling themselves a bit too. And then again, the Bills are just electric right now. Bills Mafia, I feel like, is going to strut across the country with the win for that one. I got the Chiefs winning against the Patriots also, by the way. So, yeah, you can be mad about that. I don't really care. And then you got the Monday night game. And that is just going to be a disgusting bloodbath. Rodgers is going to carve up the Falcons like there's no tomorrow. I feel very bad for... Matt Ryan. I know I've given Matt Ryan shit for probably the past three years. Call him Matty Ice Cube. Mighty Matt, you know, his nickname was Matty Ice. And I just said, yeah, he's iced up. Or he's, I'll say he's, uh, he's warm. (laughs) The dude puts up the numbers. And that's it. He's the only one doing it on that team. Their coach is a, a freaking joke. Uh, I just feel bad for him. I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I really do. And he's never going to leave Atlanta. He just seems like he's too proud of a man to to go leave and do his thing somewhere else. He's going to go down as the next Dan Marino. And that's a very, very sad thing. It could be worse things to go down as, but... Yeah. So that's what I got for NFL observations. Went a little long this week. For this segment. So let's switch on over to my fantasy. Alright, so switching over to the next segment, my fantasy. This segment, I don't talk weird things. I just talk like weird fantasy things. I talk about my fantasy sport teams. So recapping on my fantasy baseball team pork fried Bryce going up against I don't know what that is North Sanity Bandicoots I think that's Austin's bases team anyway this was you know it, it, what's horrible about this game about this matchup that has already passed besides the fact that yes I did in fact lose that it was a pretty close game it really was looking at the scores he won eight to three that's not so close but when you bring out the stats it was a pretty damn close game four home runs to his five home runs i had 20 rbis to his 22 rbis one stolen base to his three stolen bases i mean those were all easily obtainable and I'm actually curious about something. So my I did 20 RBIs and four home runs this week. 
Whereas the week prior, I had 12 home runs, 37 RBIs. That's silly. Week prior to that, 10 home runs, 42 RBIs. I mean, my batting has always been pretty damn good. And then this week just fell apart. Absolutely fell apart. My relief pitchers, no saves at all. Uh, my strikeouts were pretty damn good too. 78 strikeouts to his 81. So obviously he got the point there. Whip, I have 147 to his 142. So that's what I mean. Like this was a pretty close matchup. I just had, you know, my guys just did not want to perform. I mean, friggin' losers, man. Harper was like two for four on his last game. Two hits. Judge, I hate Judge. Seriously. 0-2, and 0-3, 0-2, 0-3. Why aren't you hitting balls? I think Austin Space set me up. That's what I really think. If you ever listen to his podcast, Spaceball, um, it's here on the Sideline Network. He talks about, obviously, baseball. You know, it's him in the Valley. And he called Aaron Judge beginning of the season his pick, one of his picks for MVP. So there's the Yankees going to the World Series this year. Okay. So what do I do? I listen to my friend. I pick up Aaron Judge, and he just was horrible for me. Dude is ranked 709. That's not MVP. That's not fantasy MVP. Bryce Harper was ranked 38. I don't know how. He did not do. I don't think he did as well for me. Everyone says he did do well. I, I, I don't see it. Not well enough. How about that? I mean, at the same time. The more I think about it, though, he is—he did get me to the finals. So, I mean, I really can't complain, I guess. I'm just, I really wanted that trophy. That's what it was. That ring. We don't do trophies and rings in this, in this league, but I wanted one. I would have made one myself, honestly. Anyway. Let's go to my next team. How about that? Week three of the NFL, my my team, Casino, Carcino Royale versus the football team. Once again, I lost. I lost not by much, 103 to 144, but that was my fault for putting in Garner Minshew. I, I bought into the mustache. He gave me 10 points and... On the other side, I should have picked up Fitzpatrick. That was absolutely on me. I want to say Fitzpatrick put up like 30 points. Something stupid. I don't even think anyone picked him up. No one did. He's still a free agent. That's disgusting. What the hell is wrong with me? 24 points he put up. Okay. So I was kind of right. Still, those 24 points would have had me win. I'm a freaking loser. I listened to my girl, Kay Adams. She said, don't sleep on Willie Sneed. Pick him up. Start him. He gave me two points. I can't stay mad at her because I'm absolutely in love, but I am not happy. Not even a little bit. I am 0-3. I look like a complete loser in this league right now. Um, I don't. I th- I'm pretty sure. 
Oh no, CD's nuts is also 0 and 3. I don't even know who that is. Oh, it's Dan Coleman. I hate Dan Coleman. Well, good job, Dan. You're 0 and 3 with me. Great. Can't. I'm so glad that I can share that with you. Only he deserves it. This week I'll be going up against Christopher Lala Lavalley. And you know what? This week I, I feel pretty good. I feel like I can get this one. I'm projected at 110. He's projected 122. Let's see what he's got. He's got Tom Brady at quarterback going against the Chargers. That That's a bad matchup. I don't know why he has that. The Chargers defense is ranked 16th. Dude, you're in it. Okay, that's fine. You keep Tom Brady in there. That's fine. When he throws two interceptions, I don't want to hear you crying about it. New England's defense. Yeah, I don't know why you have that going against Kansas City, but good luck with that. If I were you, I'd pick up a defense. CeeDee Lamb, he's a loser. Um, he's got the Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Okay, that's good. Kittle, maybe. McKinnon, all right, if you say so. Christopher Lala Valley, I hate to tell you, man. I know you're projected. You have a 61% projection of winning. You're projected at 122 points, but you need to revamp your team. Yeah, I'm calling you out on this thing. You need to dive into the rest of the NFL because uh, the 49ers, man, I would not trust them at all. I don't care if they're going against Philly or not. I would not trust them. They're not going to give you the points that you think you're going to get. Mark my words. I got Aaron Rodgers in. Picked up uh, Devontae Parker. I think he can do well for me from Miami. Uh, obviously, I got Eckler in. AJ Green. The Rams, again, going against the Giants. Think, I, think, I think I got this one. I think I got this one in the bag. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right, now let's move on to another segment. That's going to do it for uh, my fantasy. Let's go to the Eagles' nest and talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. This last segment is going to be called the Eagles' nest. It's going to be called the empty Eagles' nest, actually, because that's how I feel inside when watching my Philadelphia Eagles right now. I feel empty. This past game against the Bengals, 0-2-1 they are now because they ended it in a tie. Why would you end it in a tie? Doug Peterson is probably still the most hated person in Philadelphia right now. You got Big Dick Nick and then No Balls Doug. I, I don't... All right, let's recap a little bit. Eagles looked pretty good. Not great. Carson Wentz looked like he was back to normal. He looked like, to me, he looked like he was getting back into his rhythm. He's scrambling some a little bit, you know, which was great. I said he needs to start scrambling. He was um, changing plays at the line. Again, with the way he's going, and even the way he has done things, I, I don't really like the way... Carson Wentz uh, changes plays at the line. You know, I don't. Peyton Manning could get away with that. Aaron Rodgers can get away with that. Pat Mahomes can get away with that. Carson Wentz, I, I have, I don't know. Maybe that's just me personally. I don't see 
I don't think that he has a good read on defenses, personally, and especially this year. I don't want to hear the argument of he can't, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. That's, that seems to be a big argument for people. I don't understand why it is. He had nobody to throw to last year. Did just fine. It's, it's not the rest of the team. There's something going on. And by the rest of the team, I mean the offense. There's something going on with Carson Wentz himself. And I'm, I'm honestly scared. I think I did it. I think I did it. I think that when I said called it this year, before the season, I said this is going to be his best year. This is going to be his MVP season. I'm going to buy a Carson Wentz jersey. Went out, bought the Carson Wentz jersey. I wear it every single game now. I I, I think I, I caused this. Carson, I'm sorry. It's my fault you suck this year. I didn't mean it. Can't go back on it. So you got to help me out and rally up a little bit and, you know, push on through. The end of this game in a tie because uh, Doug Peterson didn't want Carson Wentz to throw a, a Hail Mary to try to, you know, get lucky and possibly win the game or get the down, whatever. He didn't want Jake Elliott to kick like a 64-yard field goal. Looking back, Doug Peterson's like, oh, I think I fucked up there. Yeah, we know. We know you did. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's because you're a pansy and you're scared. So right there, Doug Peterson has lost faith in his quarterback. I've made uh, a decision also that I believe Christopher Lala Valley was right. I hate to say it, but I have to. And I have to say it on this podcast. I think he was right. I think the Eagles drafting Jalen Hurts was a bad move for Carson Wentz. It was a bad move for Carson Wentz. I think it really messed him up. I think it might have messed up this team even. I saw something on Twitter where after Carson Wentz threw either the first or second pick, he just walked over to the sideline. No one looked at him. No one touched him. No one like patted him on the back or on the helmet. But it's like, you know, don't worry about it, bro. We'll get them the next time. And he just picked up his little iPad and he just started looking through plays and seeing what happened, what went wrong, blah, blah, blah. That's not a good thing. Coaches and players not going up to, you know, con- console your quarterback or, or at least to give him that, like, hey, like, don't worry about it, bro. We got this. That's not a good thing. Something's going on in Philadelphia. And it's either they, they've lost faith in Carson Wentz or he's lost faith in himself. The only two options right there. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. That's what I think personally. I said before, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm all in on Carson Wentz, right? I've said that to begin with. Now people are clamoring already on what to do with Carson. They're going up against the 49ers. That's going to be in 
um, San Francisco. They they got a, a tough schedule coming up. Honestly, the Eagles do. And they're at San Francisco, at Steelers, Ravens, Giants, Cowboys. This is a, uh, this this Sunday is a primetime eight twenty game. You got two one o'clock games and then another Thursday night game. Well, I say another Thursday night game, but I mean a Thursday night game at eight twenty and then another primetime. Sunday night game against the Cowboys. And I think that's even in Dallas. Talk about miserable. So what do you do? You start the season 0-3-1? 0-4-1? The Valley's may mention that if we go 0-4, the Eagles go 0-4, Carson Wentz is going to get benched. And I don't know if he actually is or is not. Doug Peterson is so in love with Carson Wentz that I just don't see it actually happening. And I got news for you. It needs to happen. He needs to get benched. If the Eagles lose to the 49ers, you cannot go to Pittsburgh with Carson Wentz. You cannot go to Baltimore with Carson Wentz just not going to happen. It should not happen, honestly, is really what it comes down to. I would rather see, because this is all your options as you got. You can either bench Carson Wentz after the Niners loss, which, again, I don't think will actually happen. Go into Pittsburgh with Jalen Hurts under center. Have Jalen Hurts lose the next, like, two to four games after the bye week. Give it back to Carson Wentz. Or you give it back to Carson Wentz. Honestly, I would. this is what I would do. I would bench him after. If they lose to the Niners, which again, I think they will. You bench Carson Wentz. You have Jalen Hurts start against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Ravens, and uh, the Giants. I'm going to assume uh, Jalen Hurts will be 0-3 for those games. So that's going to put us at 0-6-1. And then I would start Carson Wentz week eight against the Cowboys. A little motivational pet for this dude. It worked when we had McNabb. We did it with McNabb. I think it would work for Carson Wentz. And if for some reason Jalen Hart starts winning, then you know what? You stick with the hot hand. And that's just it. And then now you're talking about a more serious benching. Now you're talking about, yes, I know, the quarterback controversy you're talking about all those things. You know, look, Wentz can't get traded. Can't drop Wentz, can't trade him. So $128 million contract, almost $108 million guaranteed. He can't be traded or cut before 2022. It ain't going to happen. So you can either stay miserable on the bench or you can wake up and play some fucking football. There you go. I want to get this stated before everyone starts foaming at the mouth like, You're crazy. Start Jalen Hurts. Bench Carson Wentz. How dare you? You're not a real Eagles fan. Let's figure this out real quick. Okay, because I'm getting tired of being called a fake Eagles fan. I am nothing but a true Eagles fan. I have been a diehard Eagles fan. 
I am not a quarterback, an Eagles quarterback fan. Sorry. I love me some Carson Wentz. I loved him since college when he when he was getting mentioned about being uh, in the draft. I liked him when we moved up to the number two pick. I was like, holy crap, this is this is big. Like we're actually getting a first round big stud quarterback. This is exciting. I have not been a big quarterback fan, like fan of the quarterback, then fan of the team, since McNabb. McNabb I fell in love with. He was my absolute number one quarterback. I loved everything this dude did. I defended him till I was blue in the face. And I got news for you. You go back and do the research. In 20 years from McNabb to Wentz, I have been through 12 different starters at quarterback because McNabb would keep getting injured or he'd get benched for bad performance. And we went through a slew of different quarterbacks. I've seen the quarterbacks, uh, I'm sorry, I've seen the Eagles play two games uh, um, live. I saw them in Gillette against the Patriots. I got to, I was very extremely fortunate to see them. Thank you again, Crystal Valley, to see them in Philadelphia against the Cowboys to win and get into the playoffs. Both times, I did not see Donovan McNabb take a snap. I did not see my favorite quarterback play because he was always injured or some stupid thing was always going on. So I'm sorry that I'm looking at a bad Eagles fan that is not clicking. Or no, I'm not sorry, honestly. I'm not sorry that I feel that Carson Wentz should be benched Jalen Hurts should be under center. Because honestly, do you can argue about this would not be happening to Carson Wentz if they didn't draft Jalen Hurts. Okay. I hear you on that. What if it was though? What if it was happening? What if it did happen? What if some for whatever reason Carson Wentz he just had a baby. Maybe this little baby's being a jerk at home. I don't know. Who knows what's actually going on in Carson Wentz's personal life. Maybe he's just having a crappy start for his career for this year. And then we got to stick with Nate Sudfield. Or again, the 40-something-year-old McCowan. We got Jalen Hurts for a reason. Put him in. Like I said, I, I would not put him in for this 49ers game. I would put him in for against Pittsburgh. See how he does against Pittsburgh. See how he does against the uh, Ravens. See how he does against the Giants. Because week 8 is the turning point. And that's against the Cowboys. Primetime, 8-20. Then we got the week 9 bye. And then after that, it's still pretty... I mean, the whole rest of the season is still pretty tough. So you got to make a decision right now. Who you got? So this week, I don't really care what the Eagles do. If they win, thank you. You won't. They won't, though. They're not going to win. They're not going to win against the 49ers. As beat up as the 49ers are, they're not going to win. That sucks. Week 5, I'm curious to see what happens. I really hope Doug Peterson does the right thing and benches Carson Wentz. Hopefully, it won't come to that because if Carson Wentz wins like he's supposed to, like I'm rooting for him to do because I like wins and I love my team. 
then we won't have this problem now, will we? Go do your job. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of Richo's Rant. I want to thank you all for taking the time and checking out everything we are doing here on the Sideline Network, including the Valley Sports Talk Pod, Drinks with Dan, Spaceball, and of course, the Richo and Lala Podcast. Have a great week. Be safe. Please check me out on Twitter at the underscore underscore Rich O. Check out everything we're doing. Leave me a review. All that great stuff. And you know what? I'll rant at you some more next week.